You say, can you prove that? It's proven every day around the world where people are dying for Christ and they don't even have a complete New Testament. I attack popery and assail men who have afflicted the Christian world and ruined the bodies and souls of other men. If I were to retract those, I should be like a cloak that covers evil. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. He promised to send a Redeemer. He promised to provide life. He promised to provide atonement and covering for our sins. Indeed, this He has accomplished through Christ Jesus our Lord. And with that being said, everyone, welcome to Unashamed Radio, where we are not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. My name is Chad Fontes, and today I pray that this podcast would bless you, that God would use it to edify you, but most of all, that it would bring glory to Christ our Lord. Once again, welcome to Unashamed Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of Unashamed Radio, where we are not ashamed of the gospel. Once again, it is I, Chad, your host. Today's episode is titled, How Netflix Reveals the Cultural Decline in America, and I guess really just the cultural decline in general, but specifically in America because the shows we're going to be discussing are American shows. So there's the three of them are the Andy Griffith show, which is from 50s and 60s. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the show Cheers started in the mid to late 80s and went into the early 90s. And the show Scandal, which started in 2012, I believe. So I'm going to read some Bible verses here that can give us a little bit of context for the purpose of this show, of this episode in particular, rather, um, just to set the stage for kind of what I've been able to see. So, well, before we do that, let me just say that the cool thing about Netflix is that we've, I've been able to see uh, what I just mentioned, a show from the 50s to the 80s to the 2010s, and what that allows the viewer is the opportunity to see really where culture has traveled. Um, and in short, it traveled from the Andy Griffith show, which while not Christian particularly, was filled with good morals and wholesomeness uh, into Cheers, which is still actually quite wholesome, to be honest, especially compared to today's um, today's media, today's TV shows and whatnot. And into scandal, which is absolutely contradictory and opposed to the Christian worldview. And what I need to confess just right off the bat is that I got all the way to like season five of scandal, which is sinful because I should not have been watching it anyways. And you'll see why by the end of this episode, um, before I turned it off, I got all the way to season five before I said, I can't watch this anymore, which it's kind of embarrassing because the, the episode that I stopped watching was the one where this woman basically is about to have an abortion on camera. And it just bothered me so much that I couldn't keep watching. But as you'll see here shortly, there should have been a thousand other things that I saw in that show that would make me not want to watch it. So let's just start real quick, uh, these Bible verses, right? So the scriptures have a lot to say about what we look at. Um, you could do a quick, quick Bible, Bible, Google search rather of, you know, what does the Bible say about watching TV or about what we read or about how we consume media, something like that. So Psalm 101.3 says, 
I will not I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Paul in Philippians 4 verse 8 wrote, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Galatians 6.8 For the one who sows to his own flesh will from, from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Jesus in Matthew 5.29 said, If your right eye causes you to sin, Tear it out and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. Romans 12.2 will be the last one we read, and there's hundreds more, to be honest. But Romans 12.2 is pretty pretty popular one among the others. But do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So there you have it. Episode's over. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, seriously, I mean, the Bible has a lot to say about what we look at, right? And I'm not going to exposit those verses. I'm not going to exegete those verses because they're clear. And I just, I read them to be thought provoking. I want you to think about um, what it is that we look at, what we listen to, what we read, because it really does affect the inner man. Now, on to the main point of the show is to, you know, examine these three shows and just to see, you know, where more American culture has gone over the last 60, 70 years. Well, 50, 60, 70 years. So, Andy Griffith's show. You got Andy. You got his son, who I feel pretty stupid right now. can't remember his name. And their aunt. And you have Barney, the cousin. And they literally just do funny shenanigans. They... Every episode has a moral value, a moral teaching to convey to the to the viewers. There was no sex. It was kind of very subtly, extremely subtly uh, alluded to that, you know, that's what adults did. But in that show, in that time, it was in the context of marriage. People got married, right? That was the goal of getting together was to get married. Um... There was one drunk guy who was just always drunk in the show. He was just, but he was funny, not really doing anything horrible, but he was drunk, right? But they showed why what he was doing was wrong. And, oh, no, we have some dogs and some noise going on in the background, so please uh, bear with me. <laughs> now, moving into Cheers. So, sorry if this feels kind of, like, disjointed because I kind of just... I've been thinking about all this for a while and I didn't know exactly how to put it into words in a coherent, you know, recordable way. I'd, I'd love to write it. It'd be much easier. Um, but here we are. So Cheers, 1980s. Um, and that show is, um, it's a, it's in a bar, takes place in a bar, which might throw red flags for some of you Baptists already. <laughs> but in that show, you know, the main character, Sam, is a playboy. Uh, his girl, right now it's his girlfriend, I'm in season two, she's, you know, kind of prissy, kind of progressive, not as, not progressive like today's feminists, but she's a progressive, but she's still kind of wholesome and, and she holds to, 
um, some moral values that she doesn't really see in the other characters that she doesn't see in the other characters. Um, and there's a bunch of side characters and basically what happens is in that show, um, it's a sitcom, but everyone has sex with whoever they just go have sex with whoever they want. Basically, there are a couple of long-term relationships like, uh, Norm's wife, Vera, he's always, um, talking bad about her, but he actually does love her. And, uh, in that show, Carla, she's always pregnant. But she's a Catholic, and they mention that in the show. And so she won't... So in the show, in one episode, she's always pregnant, right? So she was just being deceitful and had a fake pregnancy bump under her jacket. And the Sam says, Carlo, what are you doing? Did you get pregnant in the last five minutes? And she says, no, you know, people tip better when you're, when you're pregnant. And Coach, who's like the comic relief character, he says, oh, this is absolutely immoral. Sam, she should not be doing this. She ought to just get rid of it. And jokingly, Sam says, you know, I can't tell her that coach. She's Catholic. So even at that time in the eighties, it was kind of understood that religious people do not support abortion whatsoever. Right. Um, and that was the only real even allusion to it, but the show still had a, it still conveys a lot of, you know, not promiscuity, but just what I would consider normal everyday, you know, people's lives, not Christian lives, not life like it was in the fifties, but life, you know, how it was in the eighties. Um, there's not much cussing. It's pretty wholesome. Uh, yes, there's adultery. I mean, I should have said that way too nonchalantly, but yeah, there's adultery, Sex out of marriage, cheating on cheating on spouses, um, but there's some good. There's a lot of good stuff too. You know, uh, when in a funeral they they sing Amazing Grace, and you know Catholic values are upheld. I think the right one of the main writers was a Catholic in real life, but that was in the 80s. So from the 60s to the 80s, already we can see some sort of shift occurring, right? And I don't know all the history behind this and I don't want to, I'm not going to pretend like I do, but it's pretty blatant just by looking at these TV shows, network TV shows. So jump another 30 years since the 80s um, to 2012 and you get Scandal, which is littered with just promiscuity, lies and deceitfulness, just rampant. Um, abortion being campaigned for as a main, you know, plot point of the show. People are having sexual intercourse with any and everyone they want behind people's backs, cheating on people. Uh, it, it's pretty bad. One of the main characters is a homosexual who is married, quote unquote, to another dude. And the show deliberately makes Christians out to just be these bigoted, evil, hypocritical, hateful people. And I, like I said earlier, I watched five seasons of this and it took, sadly, because of my, I don't know, I, I, I'm i too used to it, I guess. I've become dead. I don't even know how to explain it. I, dumb, numb, right? To how, how, how much evil is portrayed in these things. And it took an, a scene 
where one of the main characters was about to have an abortion and I turned it off and I said, I can't watch this anymore. Basically, do not watch Scandal. If you're a Christian, take my word for it because I've already seen a lot of it. Just please don't watch it. It's not biblical. It's not wholesome. It doesn't go with that verse we just read from Philippians, right? Whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent. If there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. That shows the opposite, the complete opposite, man. 1 Corinthians 15, bad company ruins good morals. Company is not just who you hang out with. It's not just who you hang out with. That's that's what's crazy. It's what we consume. And, and you know, the heart is deceitful, uh, is deceitful above all things. And I, I think we ought to be careful with how we, with what we view, what we consume, what we watch, what we look up on the internet, what we read in books, because there's even books today that that have all of these evil things in them. And I'm not saying to be, you know, completely out of touch with culture and that you can't enjoy, you know, Marvel and Star Wars and this and that. But when when a piece of media that we consume is so 100% opposed to the gospel, opposed to the Christian worldview, and opposed to everything Paul said that we are supposed to be thinking about, I think that's cause for concern and cause for reflection um, because there's a lot of other things you could be watching. Like if you, if you want to watch something, you want to just chill out, veg out, dude, you can always watch Star Wars. I love Star Wars. No, but you could watch a sermon. You could watch Christian media that now look, most Christian movies suck. And, you know, I, I want to do a good podcast and this one might not be the best one. But Christians ought to be making the best media, right? Why not? Why, why, why haven't the Christians made, you know, a box office hit like the Avengers? Um, who knows? <laughs> but let's, let's do it, man. Pray that God raise up some actors, actresses, directors, producers to be doing that. And it's already happening. Um, but we need to be there to support it. So. That's kind of all I wanted to talk about. I, I thought I'd be talking a lot longer, but basically I just wanted to to emphasize this fact that I've seen in media just through, through Netflix, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm not saying you ought to go out and get a Netflix subscription, but I have one. I'm part of a family one, so I partake, <laughs> but... You can see just where things have gone and where they're going. I mean, even with Disney Plus right now, some of the old shows have like a disclaimer, like, oh, may convey old cultural, you know, blah, blah, blahs that may offend you and this and that. It's like, dude, actually back then, things were a lot better. And it's only now that Christians are, you know, standing up against the evils in the world. And they always have been. But I think there there had to be a point where, you know, the divorce rate's so high in the church that marriage becomes a joke and people just start not being married and doing everything that God designed to be done in marriage outside of marriage. And there had to be something with, you know, contraception becoming so pop prevalent and popular that, you know, well, let's just move on to the next step, abortion, right? Um, but yeah, I, I do not watch Scandal. I'm not telling you what you shouldn't. I mean, I am telling you, please do not watch Scandal. Um, there's no hard and fast rule. This isn't a black and white. 
issue because the Bible doesn't say thou shalt not watch Cheers or thou shalt not watch Rugrats, you know, but it does give us principles to follow. And if you go back and listen uh, to the beginning of the episode, you'll see just a little bit about what the scriptures have to say. So I'm going to end with this verse and just end it there. Uh, thanks, thank you guys for listening and, and following along. I pray that this podcast would bless you, that it would edify you. Um, here it is, Galatians 5, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. First uh, John 2, sorry, this is another great one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So, brothers and sisters, let's guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and uh, think about, you know, what we listen to. Uh, Love you guys. See you next week.